Hello, everybody. Welcome to week number 12 of the National Football League and episode number 62 of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. Thank you so very much for joining me this week as we run down the 16 NFL games that will be run on th- over Thanksgiving weekend. But before we get into the NFL picks and, and and there are some good games on the schedule this weekend, I want to start with three big stories uh, from from the NFL this past Sunday. I wanted to, I, I I did me- I did promise on Monday that I would talk about the Joe Burrow injury and how the the Bengals have no idea which way is up and which way is down. The the plan what the plan for the Bengals going in was, was that they wanted a franchise quarterback and and, and the most obvious uh, choice was Joe Burrow because of his success at LSU and 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 his quarterback talent. But uh, in Sunday's loss against Washington, Joe Burrow, according to Adam Schefter, tore his ACL, tore his MCL, and and had other structural damage in his knee, and he will be out for the season. And and if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, if I'm a Bengals fan, you should be ticked off at, 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 at the Cincinnati Bengals. The offensive line is terrible. Uh, they couldn't project Joe Burrow. That, that Burrow had as many pass attempts through his first 10 games as anybody out, out there in the NFL. And and the Bengals simply didn't have any plan whatsoever to protect Joe Burrow. That the offensive line was was dreadful. Yeah, they wanted to move pieces around, but if if you're gonna have a rookie quarterback be be successful right away, you need to have a plan to protect him. And the the Bengals' offensive line has been in shambles for for years. Um, but if if it comes to, it comes to shove with Joe Burrow not not being able to play next year as a result of this, so be it. Bring back Andy Dalton for for one more season uh, to fill in while Joe Burrow recovers because this is an injury uh, for Joe Burrow that that's probably going to take a, a, a probably nine to twelve months to recover. So if we're looking long term, we're looking at. Uh, late August, early September, of uh, for recovery from his ACL, and how how in the world are you supposed to expect him to be successful coming off an ACL injury, um, to, in, in just his second NFL season? I can't expect that, and 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 the Bengals are probably going to lose every single game remaining on their schedule. That that, that the the Bengals are are on a plan to nowhere, and. This injury news is resembling of the Bengals' failures the last 30 years. That Yes, the Bengals had the Super Bowl appearances in the 80s, both times they lost to Joe Montana and San Francisco. Uh, but but the Bengals are not are not spending enough money on the front office. They're not spending enough money on the coaching. They're not giving a co- coaches lucrative contracts. They're not attracting the the most elite the most elite people in the NFL. And as a result as as result of not be, being invested in in these guys, that the Bengals will continue to fail. And yeah, and you look you look at the Bengals, and it, everything stinks when it comes to the Bengals. Offense, uh, offensive line, a backup quarterback. I mean, Brandon Allen is starting for the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday against the Giants, and you know I'm going to pick the New York Football Giants to win on Sunday. 
but the the defense stinks. They they can't uh, they, they miss a lot of tackles. They can't stop the run. The 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 wide the wide receivers are are beginning to age a little bit. The the Carlos Dunlap who was basically nothing with Cincinnati is now a big difference maker in Seattle's quest to go back to the Super Bowl. But but the the, the Bengals are a culture of of uh, of losing right now, and the Bengals uh Bengals with Joe Burrow unfortunately are making the same mistake the Jets made with Sam Darnold, uh, two years ago, and I think the Bengals will uh, next next year and the year after will be be in the running for the top overall pick in the NFL draft. I mean they're they're already two seven and one. They have the third worst record. In in the NFL behind the behind the Jets and the Jaguars and and we we knew Cincinnati was not going to be successful this year because of the difficult division that that they're in and and there are the AFC North could potentially have up to three playoff teams. We'll have to see if Baltimore can get its act together and we'll get into late breaking news with the Baltimore Ravens in just a little bit. But 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 the Bengals are a punchline. They are they should fold the franchise. They should get out of the football business, and, and that they, they or or maybe you should relocate out of Cincinnati. I mean, the the fact that the Browns are sitting here at seven and three, and and, and yes, the Browns have not been playing pretty football in the last month. But yet here they are at seven and three. The Bengals are out here uh, at two seven and one. You you know the Browns have been a have been an absolute disgrace to the NFL. But for for, for all said purposes, uh, one of the teams never to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, it's a losing seasons after losing seasons. But you look at what where the Browns are at with Baker Mayfield that they're winning games even without Odell Beckham Jr. The defense has been very good. Uh, for the most part, and and here are the Bengals who who are running around amok with not not knowing which way is up and which way is down. I mean, they should fold the franchise and sell ice cream. Topic number two I wanted to get into is why there was no element of surprise that the Los Angeles Rams went down to Tampa and took down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I picked the Rams last week to win. 27 to 24 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the final score 27 to 24 the Rams over the Buccaneers listen the Rams are one of the four teams in the NFC that can make the Super Bowl the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not and and it was basically blatantly obvious if if you watch the ebb and flow of the game why the Rams were going to come out on top the Rams have Sean McVay the Buccaneers had Bruce Arians. And and how about the Bruce Arians press conference where he threw Tom Brady under the bus? And sure, we'll get into Tom Brady in just a little bit. And and it's going to be ugly in in Tampa Bay if things don't don't if the ship doesn't get uh, the ship doesn't get righted soon. Oh, and by the way, they play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday with the Chiefs favored by three and a half. That 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 the the Buccaneers have lost four games this year. They've lost they they lost two games because uh, uh, to to the Saints, who are I in my view the best team in the NFC. They lost a game to the pathetic Chicago Bears because Tom Brady doesn't know didn't know what down it was. 
Now they lose the, against the Rams because Tom Brady, or, or, in part because Tom Brady doesn't know how many forward passes you can, uh, how many forward passes you're allowed on a sing, on a single play. I mean th that that was a mess. Uh, and the Tom Brady trying to shoot the ball down the field. He hasn't been successful at all. That that both interceptions came uh, by Jordan Fuller, who, by the way, was the 199th draft pick this year, exactly 20 years after Brady was uh, was the 20th overall, uh, 199th overall pick. And by the way, it was the 20th anniversary of Tom Brady's Thanksgiving disasters debut. In Detroit, in which the Patri uh, Patriots were five and eleven that season, and 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 here are here are the, the Buccaneers that that don't don't have a winning culture. They don't have a winning mindset. Tom Brady's loser's lament is going uh, is going to re resonate across uh, across the locker room, and, and the and, and the Buccaneers are paying severe consequences for. So, uh, uh, for uh, for the lo losers' lament, I mean, if Bill Belichick was coaching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are shooing for the Super Bowl. If Bill Belichick was coaching this roster, the Buccaneers are the are, are clearly the team to beat in the NFC, and clearly, uh, 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 a shooing to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Would would they beat Pittsburgh or Kansas City? Well, time time uh. Uh, situations w would have been told, but but the, the Rams uh, are are in this are are on this level now with Seattle, with New Orleans, with Green Bay, and yes, Green Bay lost uh, a, a tough one to Indianapolis, but but the Rams are absolutely in the Super Bowl conversation, and you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and yes, the Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs because. Uh, because the, uh, the the teams uh, the teams that are on the outside looking in are all terrible, and the five C will, will will beat whoever wins the NFC East in in the five four matchup. When you look at the wild card, and 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 with with the Rams winning and with Seattle playing well, you, you're looking at Tampa Bay. Uh, and, and given that New Orleans has the tiebreakers and they are a game and a half up in the standings over Tampa Bay, that the, the the Buccaneers are going to be stuck at best as the sixth seed in the NFC, and they would be playing either the Packers, the Seahawks, or the pa Packers, the Seahawks, or the Rams uh, on on the road in the wild card game. Yes, Tampa Bay already beat Green Bay earlier in the season uh, because the Packers weren't ready for uh, for Tampa's defense, and that was a, an exceptional effort by Tampa's defense. Uh, but would I, would I trust Tom Brady right now over Russell Wilson? Or would I trust Tom Brady over Jared Goff? And, and, and let's not forget this, that the Rams figured out a way to win the football game with, without establishing a run attack. Let, let, let's, let's be clear on that. The, the, uh, the, the Rams knew that they weren't going to have any su success on the ground for two reasons. One, the Buccaneers' rush defense is fantastic. And number two, the Rams were without Pro Bowl left tackle Andrew Whitworth. So, so they were, those were two problems that, that the Rams uh, that, that had going into this game. But the but but the Rams were were just magnificent through uh, through the year. That yeah yeah they yeah they they, they mixed up the passing calls and yes they uh, they, they 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 tread their way in. But let let's give you some numbers 
across uh, on in in the in the Rams game over Rams victory over Tampa Bay on Monday night. So the the Rams ran for only 37 yards on the ground, but they were uh, the Jared Goff was 39 or 51 for 300 uh, 376 team yards passing. Um, three touchdowns, two interceptions, no sacks, and yeah, the interceptions were so were, were rather tough. But you look at what Cooper Cup has done. Robert Woods was fantastic, each with eleven catches and each with over one hundred thirty receiving yards. Robert Woods with a touchdown. Uh, the, the the Rams simply played a, a magnificent game a, a game without going to the number one path to victory and that that's through the ground and that's a credit to Sean McVay and and the Buccaneers uh, play corner was far more predictable than, than what Sean McVay dialed up with the Rams so I so the Rams are a Super Bowl contender the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not and the final topic I wanted to get into before we, we run down the games this weekend is what on earth is going on in the NFC East? So here's what's happening. The Philadelphia Eagles are in first place at 3-6-1. The Giants were off last week. Washington beat Cincinnati. Dallas came back uh, to beat the Minnesota Vikings. So New York, Dallas, and Washington are all in a three-way tie for second place at 3-7. And and, so, and you got to look at, uh, at the status of the teams in the in the NFC East, and I th- I think if I were to to say how how I think the uh, the, the schedules would go and and how I think the season would go, I would say right now the Giants, Dallas, uh, Washington, and Philly, and I I I say that look looking at. But at at logical reasoning and looking at the schedule, so let's take a look at the Giants' schedule. I they're they're on the road in Cincinnati. They'll beat Cincinnati, I think, without uh without Joe Burrow. That then they have then they have to go to Seattle. That's gonna be tough, and I think Seattle, uh, I might win should win that game. Then they're home against Arizona and Cleveland. Uh, th- those th- two teams in the in the wild card conversations in each conference. Then they travel to play the Baltimore Ravens. That could be a sneaky good matchup for the Giants because the uh, teams have figured out how to stop Lamar Jackson. And then they're home against Dallas Week 17. The Eagles have a Monday night game in Seattle. Then they're on the road in Green Bay. They're home against New Orleans. They're at Arizona, at Dallas, and home against Washington. Well, Dallas is home on Thursday, uh, on Thursday for Thanksgiving against Washington. Then they travel to Baltimore, and they'll get some extra rest uh, compared to Baltimore because of the uh, situation uh, uh, with with their COVID outbreak. That then they travel to Cincinnati. Then they host San Francisco and Philly, and then the Giants in Week 17. Washington is at Dallas, and then they play Pittsburgh, San Francisco on the road, and then they're home against the Seahawks and the Panthers, and then they uh, th- then they travel up to Philadelphia for Week 17. I I, I think the, the the Giants can win uh, win. Uh, I think the Giants can beat Cincinnati, and I think they can beat Dallas. I, I could see them randomly. Uh, I could see them winning a game against either Arizona or Cleveland at home. Uh, I I think the Eagles will not win another game until after Christmas. I think the Cowboys. Uh, I I could see them winning winning a couple of games and 
and Washington too. But I, I, I just got to say that if there's one team that could use the NFC East more than the others, I think it's the Giants because use the NFC East crown and eventually get eliminated in the wild card round. I think the Giants could could uh, would use this more than the other teams because I think if the Giants do win the division and, and obviously they, they win the go to a playoff game, I think getting Daniel Jones some playoff experience would be momentous for for his development as a player and 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 there there is some history with Giants quarterbacks and and playoff appearances leading to success in 84 and 85 Phil Simms was was in the playoffs with the Giants and they they beat uh, in 84 they beat the Rams before losing to San Francisco in 85 they beat San Francisco at home and then they lost on the road to, to the to the to the Bears and then they won a championship in 86 then, then Eli Manning uh, in 05 uh, uh, led the Giants to win the division, but lost in the in the wild card round to Carolina. And then they lost a year after that on the road in Philadelphia. And you look at the Giants um, winning the Super Bowl the year after, and and the playoff experience I think uh, paid dividends for the Giants. And I I think uh, I think Daniel Jones can certainly win the NFC East. I think the Giants are playing better than anybody else in the division. That they've won three of their last five games, and and I think the Giants will come out on top in this pathetic NFC East. Alrighty then, now it's time for Thanksgiving weekend NFL picks against the spread and. I had another good week uh, in the straight up department last week. I was 10 and 4 with the picks. I'm 108 52 and 1 overall on the season. Against the spread, I am 7 and 7 and overall I am 78 81 and 2 against the spread. So so 16 games on the schedule this week. Everybody is playing. No, no teams are on by this week. So we're going to start with the Thanksgiving matchups. And we'll start with the Houston Texans traveling to Detroit for Detroit's annual Thanksgiving feast. The Texans are favored by three. And I'm going to roll with the Texans on this one. I, and the, the fact that the Lions got shut out by a rebuilding Carolina Panthers defense tells you everything you need to know about the direction of the Lions. They should have traded Matthew Stafford. I was begging the Lions to trade Matthew Stafford. And, and, you, and you, you, we saw that in the, in the NFL draft. And, and, I, and I said back in April that the Texans should have, uh, the Lions should have traded Matthew Stafford. Maybe they'll have another chance in the offseason, whether it, we'll have to see about Indianapolis' situation. Maybe he goes to, to, to a team like Cincinnati. But I'm going to take the Texans to win the game. Deshaun Watson had another had a magnificent game last week. I think it's going to, he's going to continue uh, the mojo this time around. So give me the Texans to win 31-24 to over the Lions. The, the 4 o'clock game on Thanksgiving... The Dallas Cowboys are at home. They're favored by three, taking on the Washington football team. I'm going to take Washington to win the game. I, I know the Dallas is coming off the, the victory against Minnesota, but I, I think that matchup with the with 
Washington's front seven against Dallas is banged up off problem as well. So, I think Ron Rivera has done a better coaching job than Mike McCarthy. So, I'm going to take Washington to, with an upset. They'll, they'll win 26-19 to over the, the Dallas Cowboys. The the Thursday night game, which was originally scheduled between the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, has been pushed back. And we'll get to the Ravens-Steelers game in just a little bit. But we'll do the 1 o'clock games. Uh, so we'll start as the Arizona Cardinals are on the road com- uh, coming off extended rest. They're favored by 2.5 points, taking on the New England Patriots and... <coughs> I'm going to take Arizona to win the game. This this was one of the easier picks of the week because, y- you know, the, the the Cardinals are actually a good team. The Patriots aren't. And and, and the Cardinals are, are coming off the loss against Seattle. I think they had extra time to, uh, to reflect upon that. But I'm, um, but either way, the Cardinals' uh, defense is better, I think. Uh, the, the offense is better. They have a huge quarterback advantage, in my opinion. So I think everything adds up for the Cardinals that they win 27 to 21 over the Patriots and cover the spread. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at home. They're favored by five at the moment, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. And I th- this, this was one of the first games I circled when when I looked at the schedule, uh, whether it was Thursday night or whether it was on Sunday. But I just don't know. I just don't think that that Baltimore will have multiple dimensions of its run game, and against one against one of the league's best defenses, that's kind of a problem. I you might ask. So, with with that in mind, I'll take the Steelers to to win twenty seven to seventeen over the Baltimore Ravens. This the next game I I I've been uh, I'm going to pick. It's, to me, the singular toughest game of the week for me to pick. The Car- the Carolina Panthers, with Teddy Bridgewater, are on the road, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. They're favored by 3.5. I'm going to take the Panthers to win the game outright. And uh, and I just think that, that Carolina is trending in the right direction. That No surprise, they beat the Lions. I think uh, the, the defense is on to, to do something special. And... And I just think that the Vikings are on a path to nowhere. That their defense is so banged up, and that was the reason they lost. And now they have to face a great trio of wide receivers in Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. So give me Carolina in an upset over Minnesota. I say thirty to twenty-seven. The the Carolina Panthers win the game outright. This was another game I had pause on, but 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 let let's take a look at the line as as it stands right now. So the Cleveland Browns are on the road. They are favored by six and a half, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I initially thought was going to take the Jaguars with the points here, right? Because the Browns have not been playing well over the last couple of uh, couple of weeks, uh, and yet yes, that they they were home wins. In, in the rain, but against teams like the Texans and the Eagles, N- neither which have been impressive this season. But then I remember, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, thanking for Jever, and you, you know the 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 
the the Jaguars are are, are not going to be uh, going to be star uh, getting a star from Gardner Minshew or Jake Lutton. They're going to be uh, th- the quarterback for the Jaguars this weekend is going to be Mike Glennon, who was benched for Mitchell Trubisky. Think about that. The Jaguars' starting quarterback was 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 benched benched three years ago for Mitchell Trubisky. I'm gonna take the Browns to win, and I'll take the Browns to cover. These L.A. Chargers are on the road taking on the Buffalo Bills, and at the moment, the Buffalo Bills are favored by five and a half. And I'm gonna take the Bills to win the game here. The Chargers uh, uh, haven't uh, haven't played well on the East Coast in a while. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, yeah. But the, the Chargers barely beat the Jets on on their on Sunday. I don't know what that tells you about how I think the ebb and flow is going to go. The Bills coming off the bye, coming off the heartbreaking loss in Arizona. I'll take the Bills to win 31-17 over the Chargers. The Vegas Raiders are on the road. They're favored by three, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. And I wanted to make sure that the Raiders are only favored by three. Because they should be favored by 30. I'll take the Raiders to win and cover. You know, because the Falcons are just the worst. The Miami Dolphins are on the road, taking on the Jets at MetLife Stadium. The Dolphins favored by seven. And I I applaud Brian Flores for taking two attack of Iloa out of of their loss on Sunday to Denver. Yeah, because because uh, it was clear that the Dolphins weren't going anywhere on Sunday with the way they, they played against Denver. But the, but if there is one team in the NFL uh, the, in the last couple of years that, that you want to face in a get-right game, it's the Jets. I think the Dolphins will win 24-14 to 14 over, uh, over um, the artists formerly known as the Jets. The New York Football Giants are, are are favored in this game against Cincinnati. The, but the Giants are favored by six, and th- th- this this is thir- this is going to be an ugly game for Cincinnati. That Brandon Allen is starting at quarterback over Ryan Finley. Joe, the first game without Joe Burrow because of the uh, because of the ligament tears. The, the this 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 is a game where the Giants can. Rock and roll. Joe Judge and the Giants are coming off a bye week. They're 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 trying to put some coaching drama off to the side with the Giants recently firing offensive line coach Mike Colombo. Uh, but but I don't think the Giants would care about that. Uh, the, the 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 task at hand that with Joe Judge is clearly Cincinnati. I mean, Joe Judge was on the Patriots coaching staff when when. Belichick famously said we're on to Cincinnati. Well, the Giants are on to Cincinnati, and they're going to win 30-6. The Tennessee Titans are on the road, taking on the Indianapolis Colts at, at um, Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts are favored by 3.5, but I'm going to take the Titans to win the game outright. I, I like Tennessee... Uh, uh, com- coming off the loss to Indianapolis on Thursday night, I don't think that Tennessee is going to be much better on special teams than they were 
uh, two weeks ago. They're gonna, they're clean. They're gonna clean up the mistakes. They have momentum going into this game after the com- comfort behind win against the and Jackson and the Ravens last Sunday. I think it will it will spill over into into this game. Two teams that I don't think like each other that much. It's going to be a physical, hard nosed, evenly matched game. So with with, with the Colts win, winning the first one, I think the Titans even the score and they'll retain first place. 17, 16. On to the 4 o'clock games right now. The the New Orleans Saints are on the road, taking on the Denver Broncos. The Saints favored by 6. And uh, the, the, the Saints are a completely different animal th- than the Dolphins were for the Broncos at this isn't going to be uh this is going to be the, the the same offense that that Brian Flores put out there. This is an offense that that's employing running attacks galore with with Taysom Hill and and to me the most well-rounded complete team in the NFC. The defense has been fantastic. I mentioned on Monday they've only given up one offensive touchdown in the last three weeks and and 25 points overall. And, and I'll take the Saints to win 29-19 to over the Broncos. The LA Rams are on the ro- are at home, actually. They're favored by 7, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Th- th- this, one, this is a tricky spread for me because 7 points in a divisional rivalry is a lot. And I'm going to grab the 49ers with the points. And the Niners hadn't played well in, in the weeks leading up to the bye week. But Kyle Shanahan, with an extra week of preparation, I think that they should be ready to rock and roll for, for this one. I'm going to grab the points here with San Francisco. But I, I think the Rams, will, or the Rams Stevens, will get three sacks on... Uh, at least three sacks on Sunday, and I think they'll make the big defensive stops needed to prevail on this one. So give me the Rams to win 20 to 15. This this one is a Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson special on the NFL on CBS. And when the NFL schedule came out back back in May, uh, the 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 number one CBS crew had had this date circled and had this matchup schedule uh, uh, circled for good reason. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are on the road, favored by three and a half points, taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and. As the Buccaneers learned on 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 Monday night, it's not Tom Brady's world we live in anymore. It's Patrick Mahomes' world, and I I think the the Chiefs know that that the their defensive effort isn't particularly going to be satisfactory if they want to repeat as Super Bowl champions. I I, I think the Chiefs' defense is going to make uh, going to make a couple of big plays late in the game that to seal the deal against Brady and the Bucks. Spagnuolo is going to employ different blitz packages against Brady as he did. 13, 13 years ago. Wow, it's been thirteen years since the Giants beat the Patriots in the in the uh, unbe- the undefeated season, gone Super Bowl. But I'll take the Chiefs to win and cover thirty-one to twenty-four. This game is going to be held on Sunday Night Football. It's the Green Bay Packers at home, favored by eight and a half points, taking on. The Chicago Bears, and I'm I'm going to take the Bears with the points here, and I know whoever's starting the quarterback for the Bears, it's it's going to be uh, going to be some issues, but I the, I think the the Bears coming off a of bye week, 
And, and this eight and a half point spread, I think, is a ton for uh, for um the uh, for for the, for um me to take uh, to lay the points and pick the Packers to win and cover. But I think the Bears' defense is going to make some plays early on. I think they're going to keep Aaron Rodgers and, and that offense off balance. There, there, there's, there's clearly not something right with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and I think it's going to, uh, it, it's going to doom their Super Bowl chances uh, when it comes to, to playoff time. But I think the Bears uh, uh, will, will cover. But I think the Packers will win a win a classic, 23-17. And finally, the Monday Night Football game. The Seattle Seahawks are on the road, favored by 5.5, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And this game also gave me some pause because I want to take the Eagles with the points here. The Eagles are home for the first time in a month, and 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 you, you might think that the Eagles might have a good matchup with Carson Wentz against Seattle, but... Seattle's defense, I think, has turned a huge quarter a corner, and I think that's a really big deal when you when you look at the scope of of the NFC. This this was actually a battle of two first place teams, believe it or not, with with, with how bad the NFC East has been. But gave me the Seattle Seahawks right now to win, and the Seattle Seahawks to cover, and that will do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports and. I and I'm gonna come on here and sign off, wishing each and every one of you a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Take care, stay safe, and so long, everybody. We'll see you on Monday.